the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friends so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre and good holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends. Uh, Christ is risen. Christ is truly risen. And uh, the message of uh, the cross is foolishness um, for those who do not believe. But for us to believers, it is the full power of God, says St. Paul. With you, I want to pray Psalm 68 today. In Psalm 68, um, we pray the power of God, the power of God who scatters enemies, the power of God who makes foes flee before him, uh, the power of God uh, who makes enemies be smoked and somehow, uh, the power of God uh, that uh, make every wicked person or thing perish, the power of God who makes a peace, the power of God who brings rejoicement and happiness and joy, um, the power of God whose holy name is the most praised. In, um, in the uh, Aramaic tradition, we chant today the Kadishat Aloho, Kadishat Hailtono, Kadishat Lomoyuto. We say, Holy God, Holy Strong One, Holy Immortal One, and um, the response uh, um, will be um, the Lord who is risen. Risen um, from the tomb, have mercy on us. The Lord who is risen from the tomb, have mercy on us. In the uh, Greek tradition, we chant today Christo Thanesti ek necrom thanatum thanatum patisas, ketisentisem nin masizoin charisam menos. Christ is risen from the dead, and he has trampled death by death, and he has freed all the people who were held uh, captive by Satan, basically. This is the power of the resurrection. And uh, on this wonderful Sunday, let us pray together with Psalm 68. God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. May God arise. May his enemies be scattered. May his foes flee before him. May you blow them away like smoke as wax melts before the fire. May the wicked perish before God. But may the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. And may they be happy and joyful. Sing to God. Sing in praise of his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice before him. His name is the Lord. 
a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing. But the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. When you, God, went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth shook, the heavens poured down rain. Before God, the one of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel, you gave abundant showers, O God. You refreshed your weary inheritance. Your people settled in it. And from your bounty, God, you provided for the poor. The Lord announces the word, and the women who proclaim it are a mighty throng. Kings and armies flee in haste. The women at home divide the plunder, even while you sleep among the sheep pens. The wings of my dove are sheathed with silver, its feathers with shining gold. When the Almighty scattered the kings in the land, it was like snow falling on Mount Zalman. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Christ is risen. Christ is truly risen. Mel Gibson, you're with us on the phone from Los Angeles, an American actor, again, a producer, film director, screenwriter, a man of God, and the producer and the director of the Passion of Christ movie. Mel, um, good Sunday morning to you. Hey. And, and happy Easter again and again. We say, you know, in the Middle East, we say Christ is risen, and the response will be Christ is truly risen. We call it in Aramaic. Christ is risen from the tomb. Did you learn any Aramaic when you were doing the movie The Passion of Christ by any chance? Did any word um, catches your attention? Did any what? Any word, like any Aramaic word or any sentence from from the gospel, um, or this was the job of Jim Caviezel to learn mostly the Aramaic. Like, were you able to catch anything from the Aramaic language at all? I caught some. It's a long time ago now. It's like 18 years ago. So it's, uh, I remember listening to it, and that and the Latin, and, uh, you know, some of these things penetrated. But, you know, I, I could no more remember how to say it than Flight of the Moon. And many, many languages you had to learn with that movie, right? I mean, your actors had to learn, what was it, Latin and uh, Aramaic, um, both languages at the same time. I mean, the, the conversation and That's the movie. And, and a, a little Hebrew, yeah. A little Hebrew. Was there any Greek in, um, in, in that movie at all? Or there was no Greek, actually? No Greek, no. But I know that at the time, uh, Greek was a big language. In fact, the, uh, the sign on top of the cross was, was, lit, was written in in three languages, Aramaic, uh, Latin, and Greek. Um, Mel, the, the world has just started seeing Fathers 2, the movie, and congratulations to you, to Rosie, to Mark, and uh, to the family of Fathers 2, actually, uh, in Helena, I believe, in Montana, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right. The people love this movie. I just looked at the trailer, and honestly, a huge number of people just watching the trailer uh, before even going to the, to the, to the actual movie. Um, Fathers 2 is an American character before he is a priest, right? He's an American character a person who had a little bit of a, um, of a language. Uh, I want to play uh, something from an interview that Father Stu himself gave uh, before he passed away. And, um, and somehow he wanted to become an actor, which I did not know. I do not know. Did you know that Father Stu wanted to become an actor? 
Yes, I did. Yeah. So he, he yeah, and 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 he moved to to Los Angeles at some point. Is that right? Like he was in in Los Angeles at some point of his life. That's correct. He came to L.A. to be an actor, and um, you know he was a good-looking fellow, and he thought he could make a mark in that world. It didn't go like he planned. He ended up doing something quite quite different. And that's what he says, actually, in this clip in which he um, he says how his mom encouraged him to do something. We want to listen to it, and then we'll come back you, I mean, to the conversation. My mom, my mom came to me one day, and she said, she said, you always like movies. I said, yeah, I like movies. She said, why don't you go to L.A. and get in the movie business? I thought, well, that's, that's a good idea. I didn't really have too much of that. I had a friend that just had just moved down to Los Angeles, so we, we did that. So uh, this was the real voice of actually Fathers 2, um, uh, Mel, and um, and he did go to Los Angeles. He played the bad guy. <laughs> he, he, he speaks of himself that he played some roles in a, uh, as a bad guy. He tried the comedy um, shows as well. And then this man becomes a priest, and you are his father in the movie. Um, there is a love story inside this movie. Is that right? It's not only the love of Jesus Christ. He fell in love. That was a part of his conversion. Is is that right? That's correct, yeah. He, he fell in love with a, a young woman. She was Mexican and Catholic, and, and uh, she um, basically said and told him he had to get baptized. And I guess he, he sort of said, okay. And, he, and, you know, he went along with that. And I guess a few other things happened to him, not all good things. You know, he had a terrible uh, motorcycle accident where he was hit by a car and then run over by another car. And then he... Uh, they thought he was going to die. He survived that. But when he was lying on the road dying, he had a, a kind of out-of-body experience. And when he came back, too, he said, uh, you know, I need to be a priest. And, so, and, and he was and he and and he became a priest. I there is a, those two women in a movie who one plays the role of his mother, and the other one his uh, girlfriend. And um, when when um, uh, his girlfriend goes to the mother and she tells her, "Your son is about to make the worst mistake of his life," I believe this was the line in the movie. And then he goes excited to tell his mother, "I'm going to become a priest." And his mother tells him, "Is that for Halloween?" Like, are you you want to become a priest for for Halloween? Um, you, as as his father in a movie, seeing seeing the son going through that change of life experience and not having to get married, he goes directly from the marriage. Uh, he bypasses the marriage and this love story um, to become a priest. I know you spoke with the dad on the phone. You you spoke with the mother um, on the phone as well. Um, what did you think the impression fathers two left on his? personal family man his personal family through your role at least as played his father well you know i, I spoke to his dad and uh, you know stewart converted his parents you know he, he first converted himself because he was he was i think agnostic and and uh, he he converted and, and he saw the true value of, of what was there on offer the gifts of the faith and everything and he, he embraced it with both arms and then uh, one of his um, uh, I think it was a, a real mission for him was to uh, was to get his parents and uh, and make sure that they were saved. You know, so he he converted both of them. And I talked to Bill, and Bill was you know Bill goes to church, and he's you know, I think he had a profound uh, experience just taking care of his son for all those uh, those last years of his life. So. And we did, we, we, we did see also through your eyes, basically, the angle of a father and mother, how uh, the father was alcoholic. And we could see that uh, in a movie. He was kind of like uh, giving up on, on, on everything. 
And his son not only converted him to God, but he helped him recover as well. Um, and he stopped actually drinking to attend to the needs of his son. And his son dies at the yeah. age of 50. Uh, I saw the, in the movie there is this uh, beautiful image where people are standing in line to see fathers to in the nursing home, I believe, right where he was b b before his death, and people really standing in line. Um, what do you think people in the U.S. today, um, to change just this narrative about priests are suffering, bishops uh, and priests and ministers and pastors, there's lots of confusion, ambiguity around the lives of the priests. What is the newness that a, a younger person could learn from the life of fathers too? Like a new message that has nothing to do with corruption, has nothing to do with attacks, has nothing to do with persecution against priests or against bishops or the scandals or anything. What was unique about Father Sue's life that Americans uh, could see as a, as a beauty and uh, leave with a good message, like a message of joy and peace? Well, a lot, a lot of people who, you know, they're in the fold, they're in the faith, they were born into it. And, and here you have a man who, who was not, but had to find it and found it. And when he found it, he hung onto it with hands and his feet and everything. And he was serious about it. And he, he had the faith and the zeal of the converted. It's like St. Paul, you know, um, when he was converted, you know, he knocked off his horse. And this guy, after that, he was on fire once he saw, once he found it. And I believe that a lot of us uh, become tepid, you know, and complacent about, you know, you know, because like generations have gone by and yeah, yeah, you go to church, you do this. This man, I think, inspired people because he understood the gravity and, 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 and the, uh, the gravity and the, what's the word? I mean, the, the importance of, of what it is. It's more important than your life is your afterlife. And he, he, uh, and he uh, was able to show them that. And through his own suffering, which was he had a short life, but uh, and he knew he was he was on the way out. But what he was able to impart to people on the way out was truly amazing. And I think what he was giving to them was the basics, really. It was the basic, it was the heart of the faith, you know, and um, not some you know corruption issue or some institutional kind of imperfection, which is like now plaguing the institution, you know, more so since Vatican II. You know, it's just you know it's all over the place, but. Um, when you see an exemplary um, uh, man like that, um, and who's, who triumphs over his sufferings, and, and actually he's the best version of himself because of the suffering, can impart things to you that you wouldn't normally accept from other people. But this guy was dead serious, and I think he had the gift. He had the Holy Ghost, you know. As well said, honestly, Mel, uh, um, there is something that makes me observe a comparison almost between uh, the Passion of Christ and, and Father Stu's life coming during Holy Week and now at Easter Sunday. This is the first week that this movie is being launched, not only in the U.S., all over the world. Will you, will you be going with the stars from like city to city or state to state for, uh, to be present at the show? Um, are you guys going to do like premiering or, or, or being at a show in many states or you just did the first uh, premiering or um, show on the show based? Basically, and then it's going to be in theaters. Are you guys going to accompany the show around the U.S.? Um, I think um, that's mostly happened. I mean, it's getting released next week, so any traveling and talking, I mean, I'm, I'm talking right now to you, so that's, it's all part of it. 
Okay. Uh, and, uh, getting awareness out there, so we've kind of done it. But uh, you've 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 done it before. Fun. You've done it before the movie, but after the movie, like once the movie now is public, basically people are seeing the movie. Um, if you are invited, let's say to places for a special uh, screening, if churches want to show this movie and have you or the stars, um, is there this possibility? Like, would would they talk to Rosie? Would they talk to you? Who do they talk? I know this is a Sony production now, right? It's owned or or they bought it, I guess. Um, Sony is showing that movie, but um, can people or communities or gatherings, whether on campuses or in parishes, uh, if they want to show this movie to people and they want to start to speak to, like to comment after the movie, uh, is it something possible? Can people request a special showings with you guys or no? Well, those things may happen. It depends. I mean, if it really goes through the roots, and it may because it's tracking very well and people seem to respond to it. Um, you know, there may be something of that nature. But that that would be honestly great because there is a great message, honestly, um, uh, um, in that movie. Mel, without comparing it to the Passion of Christ, there is a story of suffering, but there is a lot of jokes also and a lot of beauty in, 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 in Father Sue's life. Uh, you could see the light of the resurrection inside this movie, actually, even though it tells about suffering, but it shows the resilience of Father Sue. It shows how the people um, ran to him to, to see hope, actually, to seek hope and to be Blessed by, by fathers too. So his death actually was a great sign for the people. Not to put you on the spot, the Passion of Christ did a huge impact on millions of people from all religions in the world. From all religions in the world. Um, do you think about a sequel? Is there a possibility of um, something about the resurrection? Or this is something too early to talk about? I know people pray that Mel Gibson and his team will do something about the resurrection of Christ. Is this a thought that you think about or you consider? Oh, yeah. No, I've thought about it a lot. And, and it's, um, you know, it's in the works, to put it that way. It's not easy. Um, it is, uh, in fact, it's, it's very difficult to, to encapsulate. Not so much, I mean, it's easy to tell a straight rendering of what happened. Yes, that's, that's a simple thing to do. You know, you get the set, you get the actors, you get the, and you get the story from the Bible, and it's like that. The difficult thing is to have it resonate for anybody that watches it and to understand why. Why did it need to happen? Why did it happen? What's the significance of it? What did it achieve? And, um, you know, that that's the hard part. So that's uh, constructing that, which I'm trying to do. Um, you have to have a very big overview. Well, we pray for you. We accompany you that the Holy Spirit will guide you. Um, you probably talk about um, how to make the resurrection a universal story, right? Not only a Christian message. Is that right? Usually in your movies, you, wanna, you usually appeal to all the people. You want to bring the hope for all the people. Um, do you think like in a resurrection narrative, um, what would the, 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 the acts be, like the actual foundation of it? Is it a fight between God and evil in the beginning? Is it uh, just to tell the Christian message that Christ fought against death and he conquered death by rising from the death now that we're celebrating Easter Sunday and Easter season um, would you would you show more the defeat um, uh, of Satan like God defeated Satan and how does it relate to humanity is this where the difficulty basically could be well yeah I mean I mean it's, it's, it's kind of a it's a mind-boggling thought to imagine that with these massive spiritual realms out there, you know, good, evil, things that I believe really and truly exist, that for some reason we 
miserable, puny little humans seem to be the meat in the sandwich and the thing that these realms are battling over. And it makes you wonder, it's like, well, why us? And what's the importance of that? Um, and why should we think it's important and be serious about it, you know? Um, so, you know, that, that to me is just mind-blowing. And I want, to, I want people to understand that, that it's a very personal thing, but it's about humanity, but it's, it's way beyond that. It's about, it's a, we are just like, we're only seeing just one, one level. And there are, there are other realms out there that we don't recognize. And I think what we have to do is visit all those realms and tie it into our own and uh, understand it from that point of view. This and, is, and that's a difficult thing to do. Th- this is amazing. You must be an inspired author. You know, the people who wrote the Bible, are, we call them the inspired, the inspired um, apostles and disciples, the gospel writers, and same thing for the Old Testament. You have to be inspired to write something like this. I, 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 we have about um, three minutes uh, to, to finish our thoughts and to wish people a happy and a blessed Easter and a glorious um, Easter season. Uh, you said something important, the value of the resurrection of Christ for all of humanity. You only know probably one dimension of it. And what we Christians express of it is the resurrection of Christ. But it is more important for humanity than what we even perceive um, 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 as a Christians ourselves. Any thoughts on that? Well, sure. I think, you know, this is, you know, this is reason to hope. That's because, reason to hope. Yeah. I mean, if there's no, uh, if there's, look, if there's nothing beyond this life, and if there's no way, and, and even if you think there is something beyond their life, but there's no way to get there, but, but we've been given an assurance, you know, from the, from the mouth of God himself that there is something good out there waiting for us, and that, and that there is a way to get there. And, and we were told in no uncertain terms. I mean, he, he dotted all the I's and crossed the T's. So that, you know, that message of hope is, like, huge. And I think... Uh, and if, if that wasn't there, one would question our existence and the purpose of our existence because, you know, it's a, uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, I have thought like, man, if there wasn't something else on the other side of this, I want out of here right now because <laughs> this just isn't good enough, you know. So it's like, you know, why don't we knock ourselves off when things are too tough, you know, because, you know, there's, there's, there's something else that we're made for. And no one can be 100% perfectly happy here. Sure, you can get little glimpses of it and moments of happiness. But the fact that we yearn for it constantly and strive for it in so many ways that don't work is just a and, – and there's only one answer to it. You know? And, and uh, the fact that we are, are geared that way says that we're built to, for somewhere else. And I think, uh, you know, the resurrection and, and – uh, that gives us hope that we can get there, and, and we're shown how. We were given a roadmap. And it's kind of like in our lap, in a way. So we can't do nothing. In fact, you can do a lot to mess it up, which, you know, I've done my damnedest to mess my, my little journey up. But, you know, I'm still hopeful. There's always hope. While there's life, there's hope. 
and I want to tell you, hope is the foundation of our faith. In fact, I want to tell you, we're, we're really humbled uh, that you share, you humbly share uh, your own life experience with Coloradans on Good Sunday morning with Father Andre as well. Um, I want to tell you, Coloradans, you made millions of people happy, honestly, to know that you're considering, and it's more than a thought, the resurrection of Jesus Christ um, as a sequel. And I want to tell you that it will give an answer. It will definitely bring home hope to to all the people of the earth. Mel, in the last thought, what are your wishes for Easter for America? Wow. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's crazy now. Um, and we've fallen in, in many ways, you know, and I'd, I'd like to see us you know, pick ourselves up and stand strong, you know, and, and come back to some kind of, you know, realization of, you know, how we started what we were and and uh, and try and maintain that. I know there's a lot of folks that do, despite all the difficulties and, you know, all the nonsense in the last couple of years and you know, the, the, the shaking world and the shuddering economy, and the, you know, the threats of war and pestilence and all these other things are, um, it's not far away from here. The planet gets smaller every day. So wherever it's happening, it's happening next door. I want to thank you so very much, Mel. And with you, I want to wish, uh, you're right, America, rise up again. Christ's resurrection must bring us hope and must remind us of who we were and must take us back towards being good people, being lovers of God, lover of mankind, and being holy again. Christ is risen. Christ is truly risen. Happy Easter, everybody. Al-Masih Kam, Hakan Kam. Thank you, Mel, from all my heart. Thanks. Happy Easter. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.